All right, welcome back to Inside the Upside Down. I'm author and ghost story Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, is Shauna, chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. And a fantastic writer herself. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be talking about the healing power of crystals and stones and, well, other uses that we can actually use these stones for. All that, uh, all those different metaphysical properties that they have. So, you know, we get a lot of comments and questions about the stones throughout all the shows we've had um you know back in the summer we kind of touched on this uh in, in a couple of different ways when we were talking about methods of protection um which was more than just the stones so i thought that we could um you know take an opportunity here and just do a crystal and stone specific episode so because shauna's got a lot of stuff she has stocked up since the last <laughs> time we did one of these shows and you've got a couple other things here too you know you got like a wand and um, and I brought some of my little things here that I have, which I, I'm nowhere near as much stuff as, as Shauna, but. Well, I blame it's raining zen. It's raining zen. There you go. I do, because if you follow their Facebook page, they're always posting new stuff when it comes in. And I like this. And let me tell you, they have got so many different crystals and just accessories and everything that someone in this field i guess you would call it new age anything anybody into the metaphysical if you need any tools toys accessories or whatever it's there it's there absolutely you can even get at <laughs> mineral springs that it's raising hot yeah it's at indigo moon hot or a roast it helps you hunt ghosts so yeah they have everything there you know everything so alton illinois mineral springs mall they call it these days it's raining in indigo moon in mississippi hippie so it's the site of the uh 2019 Honda road media paracon june 1st so definitely check it out yeah so oh and since i'm throwing and since i'm saying you know throwing stuff down and saying okay we're sponsored sponsored by our own stuff Honda road roast we also have just a quick aside uh we also have the new beanies which shot is wearing one uh so those are available now the Honda road media shop um it is uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash media, or just go to the hauntedroadmedia.com merch section and um, you can click on the, the links in there or take it right to the Spreadshirt site and you can get all of our cool stuff. It's pretty warm and don't let the occasional Midwest day with like 50 degrees fool you because winter ain't over now and these are warm. They're warm. They're warm. So Katie so. Palmer, who won uh, her choice of hat, including beanie, you might want that. I don't know. I mean, you might choose one of the other hats. Mm. It's up to you. So that was our 10,000 subscriber giveaway. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do so because yeah. um, that was a really big payout. <laughs> so, uh, she's getting a lot of stuff. So in any case, um, stones, crystals, um, you have a wand over here, you know, yeah. all the cool oh, oh. witchy stuff. What? What? It's raining. Zen also sells the bags. these cute little bags. Yep. I mean, I don't have such a cool bag. I got this little. I canvas had a cooler. Thing. I had a really cool bag, and it was the one that you gave me for the hand fasting ceremony. Fasting, right. And it, it been through it, I guess, and um, it, it broke. But I still save it. I still save it, and um, but I had to get a new one because I've got too much stuff to not have something to carry it in so so the the big question that you know a lot of uh, casual viewers or people you know looking for information uh, about things metaphysical um and maybe they're a little bit new to it are um 
or is, you know, do these things really work? Do they real, really have some sort of power or healing properties or what have you? What do you think? I mean, speaking from personal experience, my interaction with them and then my interaction with other people who also use them, I can say with 100% certainty that yes, they do work for me. Am I saying that they will work for everybody the same way? No, because not everybody will have the same intent and the same belief in it. Everybody is different. But for those who believe in it, I mean, if I want to say, if I want to say that this this mug, which has a lot of tea in it, so I'm not going to lift it too high, but if I want to <laughs> say this can protect me, if I have that much faith in it, then yeah, maybe it will. You know, I think crystals are the same way, but I will say this about crystals, especially the raw, the untumbled stuff that comes right from the earth, you know, that you dig out with your bare hands or, you know, someone has dug that, out. That, that's in this bag. <laughs> yeah. You know, the earth has all this free energy and anything, ooh, there's some wind, mm -hmm. anything that comes from the earth is going to have, you know, that layer energy. Some crystals vibrate higher than other crystals, you know, but they all have some type of energy. And, you know, do they, does this crystal help with this ailment or this, you know, need, this emotional need that you might have? Does it help with this? Does it help with that? You know, uh, some of them might be more beneficial than others, but just a simple piece of quartz could be used for whatever you want to use it for. So. Yeah, and Sharon Lane has a comment down in here. Even scientists agree that quartz crystals conduct energy. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, Quartz is in all kinds of electronic components. So, you know, from, from your watch to your computers, um, yeah, quartz is in so many different products that you just don't even think about. It. We take it for granted these days. But, um, you know, this is something that the ancients knew, that the, the quartz had um, uh, electric properties or some sort of uh, energetic properties. Maybe they didn't know to call it electricity or anything back then. Um, but they knew it did something. They, they knew it had some sort of power to be able to manipulate and do different things. And one of the things they used it in, yeah, sure, was healing. And there's all kinds of different theories about, you know, possibly being able to use some of these different uh, stones for, um, you know, for, for moving some of the big megalithic objects from back then, whether it's true or not. We don't know, um, you know, the, the most, uh, I guess, recent, possible example was uh, the guy in Florida um, back in the 30s who, who did the uh, the Coral Castle and he never divulged his secret he said he figured out the secret of the ancients um, but there are some kids that say that you know he had like these cone-shaped stone or uh, tools that he was using to you know be able to manipulate them and so some people speculate well were those were they possibly made of quartz? You know, what were they actually made of to, you know, give off this apparent vibration to make these things move? So, I mean, that's all speculation, but, um, you know, there's a, a lot of ways in which these stones actually do resonate. It's why we, there's so many of those ancient standing stone sites all over the world. And people, when they walk inside those, they feel that energy. There's no joke about it. You feel it. So there's Tom McNicholas down there with a $5 super chat. I need Juju in my jo mojo. <laughs> <laughs> Zen has a stone for that. I'm sure. I'm sure. So let's get into uh, some of the stones. We'll get into the collection and we'll, we'll talk about some more uh, different theories and ideas about, um, you know, about the ancients here well, and what they used 
uh, different things for. This I was going to show first because, uh, and I did send him an invite to the event and I, this show, and I don't know if he's watching tonight or not, but his name is Jacob and he is a wonderful, beautiful man and he sings, has a voice like an angel and he made me this wand many years ago. And when I say many years ago, I mean he used to investigate with us at the cafe. So I wanted to show this one first. And uh, it has a quartz at the end, and he carved it himself. And he says, uh, I don't know what to do with it, so <laughs> I just made it. And, just randomly made it, huh? Yeah, because he said he was, if he made, he carves. And he said that if asked if, you know, anybody, you know, had anything they wanted, you know, custom made and, and uh, you know, would, would anybody want anything like that? And I was like, yeah, I'll take a wand. He was like, like a witch wand, you know? I was like, well, yeah, we're the kind of wand, you know? So um, he's like, yeah, I can do that. And he says, I didn't do anything to it. Um, I don't know if it has to have some kind of magical stuff on it. Oh, okay. He says, so I, I just made it though. Here you go. And I put a quartz on it. So yeah, I've had that since, I've had it for about 10 years. Cool, very cool. Very important. Yeah, and so and and a lot of people would say that you know have you know having the quartz on there, um, and 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 you can even get into the different types of wood. Um, you know, I don't know what that one's made out of. But a lot of people will say that uh, birch wood, um, in for use with a wand, has different uh, healing properties. Does it say in there? Um, uh, it used to. It used to. Oh wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Maybe. So, um, I can't remember. Bree is wondering, did you get that new one from Zen that you posted the other day? Um, which one? I don't know. You said you posted it, uh, the other day from Zen. I don't know. Oh, I mean, you're if, getting stones from there all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> if, if I posted something on Zen that was metaphysical in any way, I got it from there. That's where I get all my stuff. Every single bit of it. Every once in a while, we'll go to an event, you know, a Paracon somewhere, and if I see someone selling some crystals there, I might cheat on Zen a little bit. She said Fushite or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, I haven't been to Zen to buy any yet, but that's on my to-do list the next time I go to Zen because they just posted that I didn't know they had any. Um, but it's a good one to add to your arsenal, so... Yeah, so uh, Charlotte Kane said I have a big purple amethyst geode. Um, she presented me for birthday and Mother's Day. Nice, cool. Yeah, look, well, Shauna loves amethyst. Yeah. I love geodes. Uh, very amethyst cool. Amethyst is a good one. Yep. Um, Sharon Lane saying wood from willow trees. Okay, yeah, uh, willow trees. And I heard birch in there somewhere too. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways that these, uh, um, you know, the stones can help you of course we've talked about protection in in the past so i have a selenite wand here that our friend uh missy nichols gave us so that you know just after an investigation kind of um lift some of that energy off you that you may have experienced while on the investigation and just, you know just kind of go over yourself with it i have a selenite so. wand too but it's actually in my purse but it's similar to that similar to this yeah yeah so but you have like the whole collection down here, a couple <laughs> of pendulums as well. Yeah. So, um, well, where's your, uh, since quartz was the one that was brought up uh, first, where's your quartz? There you go. There's one. <laughs> um, 
Here's another little piece. And this is actually... Uh, that's selenite. Not that's selenite, yeah. but yeah. So, yeah, so you have a few pieces. And I have, I have another you have couple. The little, you have the little, this little bit here. So, um, I think there's actually some that might have might have made it to the bottom of my purse. But now that happens. Yeah, Bree and I, Bree and I were um, the last time I went to Zen. Um, I was showing her some of the yeah some of the other ones. And what are those you know, that I got? This is an agate, a bubble gum. Oh, okay. Agate, and this one is a a pistachio. Um, <laughs> I just drew a blank. Uh, quick, what is it? It's a pistachio. It's a pistachio something. Um, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I basically just got it because of its color. I thought it was pretty. Yeah. So we have <laughs> no. a few questions down here that we'll go ahead and um, answer here real quick. Um, whoops. And so uh, first up, uh, this is... I didn't copy who it was from. Was it Judy that asked it? Yeah, Judy Wilson. Um, do I use any stones, Mike? Because you're, of course, the, the one that everybody knows for using stones. Do I yeah. use any stones? And if so, what for? So, um, yeah, so I have some black tourmaline here, which is uh, more of a protective stone. I crushed Shauna's <laughs> during an investigation. Um back in september at the cheney mansion so that video is coming that's going to be i think that's part of part three so we, we posted part one um was it last week and yeah so that one actually just snapped in half in my hand uh during yeah. that investigation while i was getting what we call the whammy from pd cheney mm-hmm. um so this is this is the replacement for that um so i i mean there'll be like a couple things that i may take okay um that's the uh, the quartz from from Shauna. Um, so protective properties here in the quartz is uh, more of a healing property, and we've we've told the story before about this where you just had your eyes closed, and I had was looking at it like that's the one, and you picked it out. So that was pretty cool. A clear quartz will also amp up the properties of anything else that it's with. Right. Right. Yeah. So those are those are the main ones that I may carry with me. Um, and, and talking about amping up. So a stone that kind of resonates with me a lot, and, and that's another interesting thing, is that different stones will resonate with different people um, more or less, depending on who you are. And you kind of mentioned that earlier. And I think that has to do with like our frequency, our own resonance within us, um, the vib- vibration that we are at, for lack of a better term. And so um, Tiger Eye is, is one for me. This was a, a pendulum that was given to me uh, last year because it was just, it was buzzing in my hand. And I've had that happen with Tiger Eye before. Um, and an example is um, at, a, uh, at a fair <laughs> uh, years ago, um, you know, somebody was showing me, you know, kind of the different uh, properties of some of the different stones. They said, here, put a tiger eye in your one hand. I was like, okay. So I had it in this hand and it was buzzing. I was like, okay, yeah, I can feel that. And I can't remember for the life of me what the other stone was. They said, here, put this one in your right hand. So I put down my right hand and oh my God, did the tiger eye in my left just like was vibrating my entire hand. It was crazy. Um, so yeah, so there are definitely, um, 
energetic properties within these stones that you kind of mix and match with your own energy, your own resonance, your own vibration within you to, to make you find the other half. Are you sure that's the other half? We were missing the other half. I have one half and we it want to do... Is, okay. um, you can... I'll put it together when we get back in the house because I have the other half on my desk. Yeah, you can tell. It's definitely broken. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I've deduced that that must <laughs> pass to be what it is. Sorry, I kind of cut off there in the middle of that. So point, <laughs> yeah, point being, um, different songs will resonate with different people at, at different levels. Um, so they definitely, definitely have those energetic qualities. This is the... I mentioned the um, the black terminally uh, getting snapped in half in my hand. Mm-hmm. I have half that in the house. We didn't know where the other half of it was. And Shana just found that. Yeah. And what so. if we learn? We learn to get thicker tourmaline. We got thicker. Yeah. It, it, it's not like it was that small of a piece. No. So I guess we'll tell the story real quick. You guys are going to see it on video here in a few weeks. Um, so we're up in, this is at the Cheney Mansion. We're in P.D. Cheney's bedroom. And... According to Carol, she told us this after the fact that PD doesn't like guys so much. Um, I'm sitting in the chair, and well, you're sitting in the other chair, but um, I was just feeling all this like pressure in my head, big time. And so Shauna gave me black tourmaline to hold, you know, as a protective stone, like we talked about. And I'm just holding it in my hand, and I'm feeling the pressure. And then all of a sudden, I hear this crack in my hand, like, okay, what's going on? Um, Sure enough, we got downstairs. I, I handed it back to Shauna, and it just like fell it apart just on went. you. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, looks like another trip to Zen." <laughs> Karen Whitaker, if she's down there in the chat room still, she can vouch because she was there for one of our one of our nights, one of our first nights, I believe. Yeah, Karen Whitaker was there the the first time we were there. That one happened the second time that we were there. So. Um, we got a couple other questions. Down. We got a number of questions here. <laughs> um, so Tom McNicholas asks, is it true that you should never have anyone hold your crystals? Um, I let people hold my crystals and I've held crystals from other people. I always have sage with me. Um, because if you think about it, if you go to new age stores, a lot of people have handled those crystals and touched them. And if they decided not to take one, then they put it back. So that means not only is their energy on it, but it's also just waiting, you know, for you to pick up. So a lot of new age stores, I know Zen does it, um, whenever you take a stone to them, they will spritz it with sage. Sometimes if they've got time, if it's not super busy, they'll use regular sage uh and then they reiki charge it for you and then poof it's yours so yeah and that kind of like i guess the idea is that it dispels whatever energy that may be attached to it from somebody else so that you can have it clean right and like if i gift somebody with a stone which i've done um i'll sage it first before i give it to them so you know, not that I don't trust my energy, but, you know, I don't want anything negative that may be clinging to me transfer over to them. So, right. Yeah. So uh, Dustin Samario was saying that he was also feeling the same thing from uh, PD Cheney up in that room. And then Judy Wilson is asking, uh, do you think his energy broke it? Um, in a sense, yeah. In, in the fact that, you know, it's in my hand. So I don't, 
I don't necessarily think that you know he went into my hand to break the stone that was in there. I think it was more of whatever he was doing to me was maybe increasing or maybe amping up my energy, what was flowing through my body at that time. And so I broke it, but it was that amped up energy going through me at the time that actually broke it. So, Which I, says to me, you know, um, a black tourmaline, that's what it's for. That's what it does. It served it its helps, purpose. Yeah. yeah, it helps to absorb and, you know, dispel negative energy. So if you're using it for that, and then your body is giving up. The stone is literally working with your energy to try to help you out. So if it's just a little bit too much, then yeah. Then snap, yeah. Snap. So and that makes a, a lot, a lot of sense. Um, from Betty, what do you do when you retire the stones due to age, me, reducing? Um. Good question. I mean, you're not going to use this black tourmaline anymore because I think it's had a, it's run its course. Yeah, it served its purpose. So, I mean, you could do one of two things. You know, I may keep a stone even if I don't use it. Um, you can also bury it and give it back to the earth. That's where it came from. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. There you go. Yeah. Give it back. And maybe being in the earth, maybe it might have a chance to recharge. Right. So remember when you're where you buried it. You know, if you pluck it out of the ground, um, you know, feel it, tune into it. You know, if you don't feel anything, just lay it to rest. Well, and speaking of recharging, okay, so another thing that you do a lot when it's a full moon and it's not like, you know, 20 mm -hmm. degrees or raining or snowing or whatever in the world is doing out there today, um, you put your stones out to recharge in the moonlight. So what does that do? Mm -hmm. Um. And I've been researching it a little bit. Some of them, you know, are flourish better, charge better under the moon. Some of them charge better under the sun. Um, sun sign stones like um, like tiger's eye or bloodstone or or you know different ones. Just just research which ones you know benefit from. Some of them um, you can charge uh, using you know candle magic. Some of them you can charge. There, there's a lot of ways. Some of them you can use salt. You don't even have to, you know, have them in contact with the earth. Some of them you can cleanse just by using regular water. But not all, not all stones are meant to be put under water or in salt. So again, you know, some will dissolve on you. <laughs> yeah, you have to do the research. I personally, um, not so much now with bare feet, but I like to be out on a full moon. There's a, the moon. The moon really packs a punch energy with energy. So, and, and so does the earth. So if you go out under a full moon, put your crystals out there. Let them charge. Take your shoes off. Put your feet. Let your feet come in contact with the earth. Soak up some moon. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are saying like uh, Charlie Kane saying, I recharge mine during a full moon. Um, Dana Gorton also saying uh, moonlight is best. Sharon Lane saying bury them with dignity. Um, and see, Kelly McCarville uh, says, I never had a stone go bad. I just leave them in the moonlight and recharge them. So um, a lot of interesting feedback here. Yeah, I've never really had one go bad. That's the first That's one, the first that, one that, that I've ever that, had, that, like, break. Yeah, it, it broke. Right. And so, you know, it, does that mean that it, you know, there's like half of a piece there, so it's only going to be half as effective? Or is it time to, you know, retire it 
back to the earth or you know it definitely did its job so it did what it was supposed to do for sure for sure so um see from robert would you recommend these as much as standard ghost hunting tools on an investigation well we've always said that your best tool is your body yep um some of these stones like the quartz i always have on me i also have quartz on me that i wear every day with the pendant that thank you vanessa that i got from vanessa and you know certain stones i just always have with me a black tourmaline i have an awful lot of faith in it um, and its intent to help me process negative energy better because i'm gonna be honest there's been times whenever i walked into a place with absolutely nothing but myself no <laughs> and it's just not not necessarily scary but it's just the energy is just way too strong with no buffer whatsoever um dave from it's raining zen you know said it best especially in the one area that we were in in mineral springs where when i was with him that night it was like people were just coming out of the walls right. at you and it was a race to see who could get out of there the fastest and i was about ready to <laughs> mow past him so and i would never do that to dave but i was about ready to put him in front of me as a shield <laughs> it was bad and then even then you know that same day and i had some black tourmaline with me uh and plus quartz and I always make sure to have those two on me when I go in there because you never know. And even being in there with Mike, uh, I still had to duck into a pantry. You did, yeah. I did. <laughs> um, I was trying to show you the pantry. Like, wow, this is a huge pantry. I wish we had one of these. And I'm you're like, like, get me out of here. <laughs> I like pushed him out. And then in the pantry I went because I don't, I, and you would think that, you know, that would make, I don't like elevators. They make me feel kind of claustrophobic a little bit. And the fact that I never know if it's going to like snap when I'm on it or whatever. Right. Um, but I've been in some pretty tight places too, like caves and like tunnels and stuff like that. So, but just for some reason, you know, I need to have like stuff like closer where I don't feel so wide open in that area up there. Um, because there's just, it just felt like there were just eyes and just people, you know, that I didn't want to make contact with just really letting me have it and and that pantry seemed like the safest place to be so i, I don't even want to know what would have happened if i didn't carry anything with me that day right uh the sisters would say loving the beanie you look super cute thanks <laughs> you could have one too you could have one too yeah just uh go to our spreadshirt shop uh shop.spreadshirt.com slash hunter road media or just go to the hunterroadmedia.com site and click into the uh the merch section and you can enter the shop right there and you can get one so um yeah, so I, I guess on investigations themselves, we mostly use the stones for protection. Um, outside of investigations, like a lot of people use the stones from healing for healing. Like um, if you go to like a lot of psychic fairs, uh, have different people that do different uh, types of healing. And if you have one that uh, does stones, like um, like they use the, the chakra stones, and they'll kind of line your body with the different stones to you know perform different types of, of healing on you. So, um, have you ever had one of those done? No, but you remember on the boat where you, let's see, it was me. Uh, Chris Sutton was there. Lee was there. Jake was there. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have been there. Yeah. The night that they, that was the last time I was there. That, yeah. You know, right over the top of my right. head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. 
got fell over. I mean, yeah, was, and that wasn't using any stones at all. That no. was just energy. And I had to shake that one off. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. I've never had it done, but I have always wanted to. I'm not adverse. I'm not opposed to it. Right. And so I don't know if anybody, because we have a lot of people here to do these sorts of things down in the chat. So if anybody down there uh, does that sort of thing, because um, I'm not, I haven't had that done either. And I, I can't remember if it's the stones are supposed to be putting any energy in you or if they're supposed to be extracting out of you to, to cleanse your chakras. So if anybody knows down there in the chat, that'd be great. If they could comment on that. Um, this, uh, lapis. Lapis, well, yeah, and I gave you that big ball of lapis that you couldn't keep yeah, near the bed. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> keep near the bed. I was having some very strange, weird uh, dreams. <laughs> I mean, they were just keeping me up at night. But I went into, uh, per Donna's request, uh, going upstairs at Mineral Springs um, to use this to open my third eye. You know, and she said stuff might just become a little clearer. Be really, you know, specific about what I'm asking for and listen. So, Very yeah. Cool. Um, Donald Gordon saying crystal grooves for chakra cleansing. Yeah, I, and that's kind of what I'm describing. They, they kind of line your body and, and um, okay, so they're cleansing, probably extracting out then is kind of what I was asking. I have a book um, on crystal grids. You have a book on it. There you go. We should have read it before the show. <laughs> <laughs> when? So, I know, I know. And it's like, yeah, you only have so so much time to learn so much and we cover so many different topics and everything, but we are we are into all of this. You just there's no way to know every single little thing. Yeah, there's there's some stones that I get that um, I may not necessarily be looking for. They just find me. Like they call out to me like if I'm talking to someone and run a you know, touching different things like, whoa, what what was that? You know, what, what was that that I felt? And then you reach in and you're like, what's this? Right. You know? and it just, I mean, oh, that one resonated. I mean, with. that's what happened. That's what happened with these, my shaman stones. And what are those? And I didn't know anything about them. Uh, all I know is that I was just kind of, you know, looking. I was looking for something in particular. And then I got distracted by somebody else who was talking about what stone would be good for this, what stone would be good for that. So I was looking at them and talking to them. And meanwhile, I was just kind of running my hands just randomly. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, what's that? You know, because I reached out and, and zapped me. And so I picked them up. And that's what I got. So I asked um, probably Donna, or it could have been... Uh, Carly, or maybe even Daniel. I'm not sure because okay. I know he was there too. But and they kind of explain, and so it's been it's been on my to do list to study them a little more because, like I said, I didn't find them. They just kind of found me. Didn't right. even know what they did. But there was <laughs> Hagstone. There you go, Hagstone. Right. Yeah. Um, something I always carry is rose quartz also um well smoky quartz yeah and i have some like hybrids too yeah you have some different things down in there and i will say since you brought up like investigations um something like i mean i pointed out earlier like the pendulum um i mean people there are people who still use them on paranormal investigations you will really not see us use them during investigations at least on video um because 
I mean, we're, we're putting the, the videos out there to kind of, you know, show our, our investigations, the evidence that we're capturing, you know, trying to figure out what's going on at a, lo- on a, on at a location or, you know, even, you know, the kind of the bare basics. Is this place even haunted? Um, using a, a pendulum is so subjective um, that because, I mean, I could sit here and just, you know, kind of bounce it a little bit with with my thumb you would never see it and yet you know the the pendulum will start moving or or use one of my fingers to make it move or whatever you know back and forth different directions um it's very very easily manipulated so there's no way to actually put it on to a video and say oh look what's going on with the pendulum without you know a thousand people doubting that sort of evidence so um you know I, i use it occasionally you know in private on, on your own you know because you're not going to lie to yourself on something like that you're not going to purposely make it move on your own when when you're doing your own thing not filming or what have you so um it, it's just not one like dowsing rods i saw that robert hannah asked something about dowsing rods in there. there's another one they can't really put on film and it, i have a investigation from the bel air house with with copperhead greg graham in a uh, in an older video from um trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, where he likes to use those, and, and that's fine. And I and I trust Copperhead. I know he's an honest guy, but you know, there's eight billion other people in this world that don't know him, <laughs> and so they're going to look at that and be like, he could be manipulating. It. Even with the way that he does it, pointing them down. In his theory, is that in order for them to move, it would have to be defying gravity, which is great. But and and I believe him. He he, of course, is not going to lie to himself. But everybody else looking at that is going to be like, yeah, right, whatever. So we we won't present those different things because they're way, way too easily manipulated. Although, you know, I have on my own, you know, been able to to use that. I mean, really, it's the first time I ever tried it. I was like, whoa. And even on Spiral Mound, it's like the one video where you'll actually see me. Uh, it's a live investigation, Spiral Mound, uh, out in Oklahoma. And... Um, the the pendulum was working on top the on top of the mound. Yeah, we didn't see that because that particular video showed one shot throughout the whole live. <laughs> well, that was yeah. You want to talk about energy from from different <laughs> stones and sacred sites and stuff? That place there was like proof of it because we're trying to do a live investigation and off of the mound, like we're out in the woods and everything, you know, which has all of this cover and you know we are kind of out in the middle of nowhere, so it was going to be tough anyway. Or out in the woods, all this cover, and the broadcast was fine. We go up on top of the mound where there's no tree cover, the elevation is higher, and no, we couldn't broadcast from it. It kept crapping out from on top of the mound. So, you know, it was that particular mound was not a burial mound. Okay, there there was a former burial mound which had been looted back in the 30s. And we did not go on top of that, um, but they have a path up to this mound that had been the previous. Um, it was a temple site. They used to have a temple on top of that mound. So pe- the uh, natives would, would go up there and worship. Um, and so it makes you wonder, okay, what did they make this mound out of? What, what is the, um, you know, the crystal or stone components of that to make it react as such where it was interfering with the phone signal? So, yeah, that was... That was interesting. I mean, we we know there's some sort of stone in there, just not sure what. I yeah, I don't ever use mine, but I have some really pretty ones. Um, sometimes they say like if you lose something, 
only one time have I successfully, I was trying to find, I had lost something, right? Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find it, couldn't find it. So somebody said, well, draw like a layout of your house and use the pendulum over the rooms to see and whichever one okay. Whatever. So I did that. And one time I was successfully able to, <laughs> I was like, there is no way this worked, you know, and, but it did, you know, I found in a place that I really wouldn't have thought to look for what I'd lost, but, uh, but that's like the only time I've ever really used my pendulum. Yeah. Other than that, you know, they're pretty and, and they have you know, stones that I would use. So a lot of times I'll just, you know, carry it. Yeah. Um, Sharon Lane saying personal use is great because you don't have to prove it. Yep. Yeah. And for something like that, yeah, you don't have to prove to anybody and you're not going to lie to yourself and you had a time where it actually worked for you. So, yep. so there you go. Um, so Betty asked, do you, this is, in, oh, actually Donna Gordon had a question before that. I'll get to yours in a second, Betty. Uh, Donna asked, Shauna, do you ever use sigils for protection? I've never. I know people that do. Um, I'm just pers I've personally never really looked into it. I know of them. I've just never used them. On occasion, this is a gift from my mother. So in my little bag that I may carry on rare occasions, along with the, you know, like how it's black and white, right? Mm-hmm. So black tourmaline, the quartz. And I do have a St. Michael medallion. So I know Donna probably doesn't. St. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, St. Michael. I was named for St. Michael. So um, do I believe it brings some sort of protection? Maybe a little bit. Um, you know, as long as you have that belief, that faith in it, you know, um, then it'll work for you. And so on occasion, I'll bring that depending on where we're going. Um, yeah. So um, then we'll get to Betty's question here. Do you believe in crystal balls uh, having power in reading like tarot cards? Interesting question. I so, mean, it's. Well, it's a crystal. Yeah. You know, so I'll say this. I mean, I've um, I just recently started doing tarot here um, on my own a little bit. And so this this story is from several years ago it was actually at that same psychic fair where i had the the tiger eye in the, in the hand um but they had these crystal skulls and it was interesting i mean they were big too they were like this freaking big and they they had like their own names and they were supposed to be from however far back in the past or whatever and you kind of wondered you know how much of the story was just was hokey and how much of it may have been true um but this one was supposed to be like thousands of years old put your hand on it and see if you get anything and you did feel some vibration in the hand and um i did get like some flashes of different sayings in in my head that were um uh, basically I, and i can't remember you know verbatim what they were but um if there really was some sort of supernatural entity or something attached to that that was sending these messages in my head it was 
basically calling me out. <laughs> you know, maybe that's because I was a, a bit younger and a, a bit more naive. And so I was basically thinking that I was kind of, you know, presumptuous and, you know, kind of like a who do you think you are sort of thing. Like, okay, okay. So there was there was something going on with that crystal skull. So I wasn't doing a tarot reading or anything like that, but there there is some power within those large crystals like that. I think it's also like, um, I don't do it personally, but like people to read tea leaves or people to read roots or people that use whatever object you're using to divine, you know, thoughts or messages or whatever, you know, that that's why couldn't a crystal ball, you know, why couldn't whoever was using it? Maybe that's what works for them when other things don't. Uh, is it going to always be the truth? Depends on who they are. Right. Depends on if you trust them. Um, depends on, you know, if they know you, if they've had any chance to research you before you get to them. It all depends. It's all about, it's all about trust. Right. Yeah. So, uh, there's Justin Brown interface death down in the chat. Um, so, Justin, we just had Ben Radford on uh, during Edge of the Rabbit Hole. You'll have to check it out. So, um, Justin says, crystals, rods, pendulums are all tools to focus psychic ability, in my opinion. Pretty much anything that can be used to heal, cleanse, and protect, if that's your intent. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it, it really has to go with intent. Yep. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, you know, there. we always talk about how um, our, our biggest tool within this field are, is ourselves, our, our bodies, our, our, our person. And so these are really just extensions of that, tools, you know, to help, you know, amplify or cleanse or whatever it is that, you know, we're trying to do, whatever that intent is. Um, so, you know, I, and I wonder, okay, so we, so we say black stones, black tourmaline, you know, that's a protective stone. You know, that's kind of what's been ingrained into us. So is it, a protective stone for us because that's what we believe and if somebody else thought that you know this was a healing stone not a protective stone that would it then be a healing stone for them and not a protective stone well one could also say that for something that banishes negative or helps dispel it that can also help heal well yeah you could make that so uh, maybe healing wasn't a but you know, something else. It's some other sort of ability. Yeah, like grab a stone that's used like in money spells, like prosperity. Like something that, yeah, something okay, like there you that. go, prosperity. Like, okay, you're going to hold the stone and you're going to be more prosperous. Yeah, or grab a stone that has absolutely nothing, you know, to do with whatever it is you want to use it for. Can you program your brain with the right intent and the right amount of faith? You know, you could go pick up a rock out in the parking lot and it may not have any you know anything attached to it at all but through the power of your own mind and your own faith can it become that no i mean it came from somewhere yeah it is a rock after all <laughs> but yeah it has to do intent and so we've kind of i don't maybe assign we've assigned these properties over the year because i, I think you know as you go back into time as you go back into ancient history and uh the the peoples that you know first began using these stones and, and recognized that they had different properties about them um i think that they began to experiment and discover well this stone for me at least 
you know, does these different things for me. And this other stone does these other different things for me. And so, you know, over time, I think they started, you know, teaching the others like, okay, this is what this stone does because this is what I've ex experienced. This is what this stone does because this is what I've experienced. And the others are like, okay, cool. Well, I'll try it for that. And I think that's kind of how we've been, you know, um, I've taken a lot of these different things. Although I still think some of them have different, you know, true physical properties like quartz, how we use in electronics mm -hmm. and everything these days. So, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, we're, you can either believe you know what it does for somebody else or you can branch out and figure it out you know let's do an ex you know an experiment and grab this stone that says that this is what it does and then grab this stone that you know or just randomly pick one and don't even reach yours I don't even know what this stone does but then tell yourself you know if I have this with me I'm gonna feel you know this emotion or it's gonna stop you know this from happening or whatever you know give it a try see what happens um, Kathy Silanza, they got a little bit of a discussion about mirrors down there. It says, many moons ago, Robert, they used mirrors in very dark rooms and sat there for hours to try to communicate with the dead. They say it took hours, most time at work. Forget what they call it. Is she talking about scrying? Um, didn't I sent you a link about something with the mirrors too? Remember that link? Oh, that you? one. Um, is that the same be thing? Because it could be that too. I don't know. It's something different. It's used. It's the use of mirrors to yeah. communicate. Yeah, yeah, the use of mirrors. It starts um, with a P. Yeah, I probably and still I have it remember. here because it wasn't that long ago that you sent it to me. Um, I mean, uh, mirrors. Are, there's a lot of different lore uh, with mirrors. So, you know, like when people um, passed away, they would cover the mirrors and things like that. Um, no, it's just up here, not too far. <laughs> and this is totally bad uh, airtime here, is Mike. Um, uh, Psychomantium, ancient tool for contacting the dead. It's making breakthroughs in paranormal investigations. It's going to be a topic one day. Yeah. We'll talk about that because we're, we're going to check that out, see exactly what that was. I mean, you sent it to me. I kind of breezed through it real quick. And so, yeah, we'll take another look at that. Um, Donna Gordon, yeah, shouldn't do spells to serve you like money spells, etc. Too self-serving is bad juju. Yep. So absolutely. Um, and there's, uh, yeah, there's <laughs> Justin right there, uh, Psychomantium. Yep. Yeah, and Donna, Psychomantium rooms. Yep. So they all had it. <laughs> then B3 Airspace talked about scrying up there. So, um, yeah, but no, not scrying. Okay, psychomantiums. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to talk about it and I want to do it. All right, all right. We'll have to check yeah. that out. Uh, all right. Oh, my God, Adam Tillery. You know what Gary Drayton calls them crystals? Bobby Dazzlers. Oh, my God. Okay, Adam Tillery, I've got a bigger Bobby Dazzler for you than Gary Drayton does. Uh-oh. Yeah, so... Oak Island stuff. Okay. Earlier this year, Adam, remember, they dug up that uh, pendant that had that garnet in it. Got to go to the Moorfield Mine in Virginia whenever they're open. They're, their schedule's kind of weird. Because, let's talk about some garnet. How about that for some garnet? <laughs> I don't know how well you guys can see that. That is, here. I don't know if you can see how thick it is. Yeah, that is a massive piece of garnet Moorefield mine 
You want to talk about luck? <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they're they're I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just called out to me. So their main thing there at Moorfield is um, the Amazonite. So it's a uh, it, it's a green stone like that. It's pretty. It, it is. It's really nice. Um, that is their. Uh, main quarry there but they get a lot of uh amethyst and citrine and things like that some garnet as well um williams and and um appetite i found the actual very first appetite crystal ever there they bought it off me and i regretted selling it to them ever since um but you can go there and do your own quote-unquote mining they have like this big pile of offshoot stuff so as they're mining this is all the, like the you know crap that's left over but there are some actual gemstones mixed in there that of course they didn't you know they don't catch everything so you can go there i think it was like 15 bucks a person but this was like 15 years ago um and well a little less than 15 years ago and you know they have the sluice boxes all set up so you can go there and sluice your own stones and pull out your own crystals and all that stuff you can you can load up as many buckets as you want that you can haul away you know, um, so it's very, very cool, and that's where, that's where that guy came from. <laughs> so, there we go. I was actually hoping he was going to say something. I, I'm serious. <laughs> I was hoping Adam Tiller was going to say something so I could show that piece of garden. I was gunning for that, and it happened. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm satisfied now. Let's go have chocolate. <laughs> I ate mine. Did you eat that whole thing? I ate that whole thing. Oh my god! I needed it. King size Kit Kat. Yeah, I needed it. I did. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what you guys are saying down here. We got a little off topic, but that's a Bobby Dazzler for dang sure. Um, per Robert, do you feel a devil's box is dangerous to use? I mean, it. I mean, it depends on your intent. Again, it all comes down to intent. Um, you know, don't think it's dangerous just because Zach says it is. Right. Um, I mean, what I would do in a case like that, kind of like the same with the with the Ouija board, something that I don't, um, I've used a couple times. You know, I, I I don't know all the use and functionality of it, and so um, you know, some people will say, well, you know, you can use it however way you want, but. I've heard too many horror stories with, with something like that where, you know, they're goofing around. They don't really understand. Usually it's kids. They're goofing around. They don't really understand. And so they invite something in that they weren't aware of and they don't know what the hell they're doing. They really don't. And so um, so something like a Ouija board, something like a devil's box, I would want to do some research first before actually seriously trying to use it and trying to communicate or do whatever with it. Um, you know, I, I, I usually toss out as, as an example that you know we communicate with spirits just like you would with any of those with an audio recorder you know i know how to use that you press a button and you listen you know the other stuff i, I i've heard some horror stories but i've also heard people that know how to use them properly and actually get some good responses and get some good conversations going so i'm, I'm open to the idea i just want to be safe first right yeah so B3 airspace is now hungry again after that. And Donna Gordon says, Kit Kat's do real. We like the Dark Twixes. Oh, Dark Twix is so good. Yep. They're fantastic. So good. The triple dark one is not. 
Like, no, we tried the no. triple dark, and it's just. Well, they use milk chocolate, and not the dark chocolate. I bet it would have been better with the dark chocolate. Yeah, who we'll ever know. thought the too much chocolate would be enough? But in this yeah. case, it was just not good. So the regular Twix dark chocolate, oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. So um, I do have a question. If the Sisters Wood are still down in there, if they make those boxes, I know they make the Ouija boards. So I'd be interested to see if you guys actually make those. Um, now they're all talking dark chocolate. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, you know, gosh. dark chocolate and some hot dandelion tea with raw honey from Zen. and, and Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, we do have an actual question down in here that's not food from Debbie 08. What audio recorder do you use? Um, since we're off topic anyway. <laughs> I just use a Sony. Digital yeah, it's recorder. just a Sony digital audio recorder. So, I mean, ours are different models, but they're both Sonys. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Mine's been through it. Yours has been through it. Mine I had to replace mine a couple years ago. Mine, I should have had to replace mine. Uh, and I probably told the story, but I'm going to tell it again. And I was... Um, you want hot road media chocolate. <laughs> we have mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> we... Uh, I used to work for the archaeology department, and I used to clean all other buildings, right? And they knew that low-key I was going to take a recorder with me and investigate all the buildings, too. That was my chance, our chance to do it. So, um, and then there was uh, the one time that we were cleaning building and Rita was with me. And we had just, I just got in a mopping. And we were talking about something. And somebody standing there with us smacked my hand hard and and you could hear it and it oh my god it was just like pow and <laughs> so it shocked me and so you know instantly i opened my hand and my sony recorder fell into a dirty mop bucket of Ooh. water and it was so like mud and or dust and dirt and water and um fabuloso the cleaner oh my gosh okay and so i was like oh my god so i went in there and so i mean we made it home in record time and i got that thing you know i was taking it apart on the way and i got the battery out and put it to the side and then i filled up a baggie full of rice and i stuck all of the parts yeah. in there shoved some rice on it and i just little little candle please sony please <laughs> don't die don't die you know i have important stuff to do this week i'm not going to get out to be able to get another one because Campsville is not exactly civilized so the nearest place to get another audio recorder at that point was like 40 minutes away yeah it's pretty bad it's the same here though yeah. um and the next day i opened up the baggie i took it out i popped a battery in there everything was just fine it was all fine and i'm telling yeah, you there that was water work. like inside the screen like you could see it moving around under there and mm -hmm. stuff i'm like oh my god but yeah so that recorder's been through it and it still functions to this day and i've had that thing for like eight years nice nice well actually longer than that longer than that so yeah it's indestructible um, there's a lot of people down in the chat making uh, comments about the the Ouija board. They've uh, sworn off them, done it once or twice, won't do it again, et cetera, et cetera. I had an interesting question come up since you guys are you know talking about it a little bit more. I had an interesting question come up um, 
about a month and a half in a about a month and a half ago is for a, a project that um, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's an interview that I did for a uh, it, it was for a show where they're talking where they're uh, comparing and contrasting uh, real paranormal versus Hollywood. Um, I, I guess they got down to the their cutoff for where they were going to stop production and they had to eliminate the uh, rest of the people that they're going to do interviews with. Um, Andrea Perrin's going to be on it though. Um, so in any case, one of the questions that they had asked me was what I thought about, um, you know, paranormal activity and, uh, these movies that are being filmed where they're, you know, going into haunted locations, you know, they're using different things like Ouija boards, you know, I mean, it's, they're acting, but, you know, does that actually um, entice paranormal activity to actually happen when, when they're doing these different things at these locations? And, you know, it was like, yeah, I, I think, you know, a lot of times when they're, even though they're trying to act out a role, how do the spirits know that, you know, you're putting all these different things out there. You might be at a haunted location. You might even not. You might not even be at a haunted location. But you know, you're using something like a Ouija board in your in your movie, um, and you're pretending to play around with it. How does the spirit know that you're just pretending? And so you're inviting these different things in, um, in just that type of a setting. So I thought that was a really interesting question, and it was like, yeah, you know, that I believe that can happen in a lot of these different types of movies that that use these different things. And so. You know, even, I mean, I think even with the crystals, if they're using the crystals in the show or movie or whatever it is, that it will still have that kind of effect because that's what you're, even though you're acting, it's still kind of the intent or if there's a spirit nearby, how do they know? I think just to be on the safe side off camera, they should have somebody there to just make sure, hey, you know, sage the area, be like, okay, now whatever's listening, they didn't mean it, <laughs> you know. Don't, don't, don't follow. Don't do this. Don't cause that. Don't do any of that. There needs to be somebody in the know that's not a part, you know, of the whole acting and mm-hmm. thing like that. That does know how that kind of stuff works, and does know what the consequences are to make sure that there's some extra precaution taken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sharon Lane saying, "Think about all the things reported on movie sets." Yeah, there's a lot. We had. Um, Kyle Mecca and Aaron Marie Hogan on here before from the movie Dwelling. Um, and so they kind of related some of their experiences that they had on set. <clears throat> um, you know, part of it was at a, uh, a hospital that had been, um, uh, that had been haunted, it's been torn down since. Uh, but the the house that they filmed at, and I guess especially the barn in the back, which they didn't really use during filming, uh, was haunted as well. And so they had a lot of experiences, you know, as they're doing the movie, you know, in, in relation to that. But um, yeah, so, I mean, they were they were talking some interesting stuff. Of course, you know, um, you know, the little girl from Poultry Guys got brought up and all that stuff. Um, so there was a question up here from Kathy Siliento, um, Were we talking about the Dibbyk box? Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, the Omen had major bad luck, um, from Sharon. Yeah. A lot of those different movies have had, um, you know, either some bad luck or some different activity happen during filming. And so it's, you're inviting it in, even though you're just, you know, acting, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's still inviting all that stuff in. So, um, 
it might behoove some of them to actually use some of them or carry right. some of these uh, crystals and, and stones with them as they're doing this. Oh, I wanted to throw something past you. So um, we're at It's Raining Zen, and we're looking for an obsidian skull. Mm-hmm. It's the obsidian one. And they kept, they had the onyx. Like, what's the difference? Because they're both black. But why specifically the obsidian? Do you remember? He didn't say. He didn't say. He wanted, no, but specific, the one they specifically they had wanted. to specifically be obsidian. You know, and I'd said, you know, there, there's other black, you yeah. know, does it have to be obsidian? He said, yeah. So I personal preference from the person that wanted it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But you know, one's a stone, one's volcanic glass. So, um, which that volcanic glass is sharper than any metal. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Um, and Donna, if they aren't approaching things with respect to open doors, uh, better left closed. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, um, so Betty Ling, since cars are made from metal, can it shield you when you name it? I don't know. I mean, I've, I haven't named my car over here, but she's done me well. You know, okay, now here's something interesting. I named so your I was, drone. You named my drone, yeah. I did, I, I named his drone. You named my drone. Drusilla. Drusilla. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> but there is something to be said for, for all of that. I was actually watching um, the other night, um, it was Missing Links with Greg Braden. This was on uh, Gaia. And so he was talking about, um, he's doing a lot with mirrors and not just like physical mirrors, but you know, a, 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 like a reflective reality. And he actually used an example of him and his car from like years back, 300,000 miles like mine. And you know, like for him, it, it worked perfectly. There was like some sort of symbiotic something that was going on with him in the car, but other people who would drive it would have issues. And so, you know, it's just kind of made me think I've had, you know, is, is there like this, you know, energetic connection with this car that has been able to hold up for all this time? Um, where if somebody else had it, then maybe, you know, it's interesting. And he was, and he was talking about some interesting things. Like he, um, and he talked about uh, a cancer that his his mother had, but where it was first noticed was the dog, where the dog had like some uh, some different issues, uh, some different cancerous lesions and things like that going on, or there were some issues going on with black spots or something like that. Um, and but then the mother had issues, so they couldn't take care of the dog. They took care of the, the mother, and there was some sort of surgery that she had had uh, years ago where the scar tissue had turned cancerous. So they removed that, and she was fine. She, she was okay and hasn't had any problems since. But then following up, he asked about the dog. Hey, what's going on with the dog? Dog was fine after that. So it was like the dog was reflecting what was going on with the mother. Interesting Sympathy stuff. Sympathy pains. Yeah. Sympathy energy. Yeah, but it's that... It's, I mean, we're, talk, we're talking about energy and energy transference with, with stones and crystals and all that, but it's between, it's between people. It's between, you know, 
people in animals, the people in, you know, what I mean, what, like my car. I mean, stuff in your life. It's, it's like everything in the world. How, it's how we're all connected together. And so these are, are tools that we were able to use within this world. You know, and so we, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to have a relationship with my, you know, my <laughs> black tourmaline, but, you know, if there was certainly something going on when the one broke in my hand, you know, there was definitely energy transference there. Yeah, like I always, there's certain stones that no matter what, I always gravitate to more than others. I know that would probably be more beneficial. I take Shattakite with me all the time. Uh, I also carry Jet with me a lot per Renessa who says that I should carry that one um yeah there's some of them I do more than others there's others I have never used they've just always sat in the bag you know I figure you know they called out to me for some reason or other and one day whatever they were calling out to me for that will happen and I'll use it for that there you go Candy's saying it's like the dog I had that since my seizures before I knew they were coming energy connection yeah Absolutely. So, and for you, sometimes the uh, the stones call out to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's that connection, that energy connection that you have with that particular stone. Yep. That's how I pick every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Like even though I'm going with intent to pick a certain one, I don't just look at them and be like, "Oh, I like that one because of the color. I like that one because of the way it's shaped." Or I like, I pour them out in my hand. Or if I don't have time, of the room, the space then I'll like just close my eyes and just wander around inside the dish. Or sometimes I'll ask you if you want space to spread about, they'll find you a spot that's in. Doesn't matter what's going on. If that's what you want, if that's what you need to spread them out, they'll give it to you and they'll find you a little space and you can spread them out and run your hands over them. And, you know, I always, always, without fail, that's how I, that's how I pick my stuff. Well, and that's how you found this one was... Excuse me. You had closed your eyes and you're running your hand along the stones within the cup. And you're kind of fishing around in there a little bit and all that. I'm kind of above you and I saw this sitting there. And to me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's the one. It's like calling out to me, but yet there still had to be something, some sort of communication where when you put, because you do that where you're like, okay, I'm feeling for whatever the right one is. I'm, you're, feeling for that buzz or whatever it is that you just know this is it mm-hmm. and you got that from this so i'm basically it's calling out to me but yet you're still feeling the energy that i don't know maybe the energy from this calling out to me that you picked up on you're like okay that's the one because i originally passed over it right i was like mm, and then all of a sudden there it was yeah so, and then uh, Donna was saying, uh, where is it? Like, if a stone breaks in your hand, it's given up its energy life for you. It died from absorbing too much. Yeah, but that was that was the energy transference there. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was energy transference right there. So, absolutely. Um, and somebody was saying, oh, from uh, Bree, per Shauna, who says I should carry Jet. Thank you, Shauna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, well, we are getting, I mean, we're past the hour mark. So <laughs> <laughs> we do this. We do this on this show. We go a bit later. It is the after hours show. Um, 
I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to cover here with the stones? We've covered a lot of different topics here. So. I'm good. All right. I think. All right. Very cool. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get to the shout outs and do all that cool stuff. Um, Super Chat Super Chatters, Tom McNicholas says, I need Juju in my mojo. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So, uh, Donald Gordon, thank you for Cheshire catting in the chat. We appreciate that. So, Mad Hatter's in the house this evening. Wonder Warlock is saying, boo. Well, you know, <laughs> it's getting cold in here. Who's we got to go. Warlock. Is that a new one? Uh, it's been around a couple of weeks. Sisters Wood wants to talk about chocolate again. <laughs> there is never a bad time to have or discuss chocolate. True enough. Or eat it. <laughs> I just we posted a meme chocolate. on my wall. Mm -hmm. or on my wall that said, chocolate doesn't ask silly questions. Chocolate just understands. This is, to me, this is, this is ecstasy right here. <laughs> Aside from Shauna, this is divine. This, I, there, I'll stop there. <laughs> <clears throat> so, <laughs> dark chocolate, blueberries, together, chased by coffee. Mm. I could just... Mm. It doesn't have that effect <laughs> on me, the coffee, but dark chocolate. Also, Republic of Tea, its rating Zen, has chocolate-covered strawberry coffee. They do. Tea, they do. Tea. That's no, it's, tea. it's tea. It's tea, but yeah. They also have banana and chocolate and red velvet and... and See, look, that Kathy Cilianto says perfect, Mike. The Sisters Wood says yum. See, see, mm -hmm. they know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about. All right. So Betty Lang says maybe have an hour how food can give us experience in the unknown realm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is a thing with chocolate and after doing a paranormal investigation where it has to do with the pineal gland and, you know, it just kind of refreshes you. Mm -hmm. It helps. So It's a must after every like Professor Lupin says... Eat the chocolate. It does. It helps. After every show, after every investigation, except for I ate my king size Kit Kat first before the show. So, and uh, Wonder Warlock says I do blackberry brandy with coffee. Interesting. Mm. Tim Schoen, Hunter Road roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. All right. So let's get to the shout outs here. Um, so we have. Uh, April M. Wimigwans, thanks for joining us again tonight. Bree Jones, thank you as well. There's B3 Airspace. I'm almost having this list. I mean, Candy showed me how to do this list, but it almost goes too quickly. Uh, Betty Lange, thanks for joining us again. There's Candy right there, of course. Uh, Kathy Ciliento, uh, Debbie 08, thank you as well. There's Donna Gordon, who I gave the Cheshire Cat shout out to, of course. Um, Destin Samario, new deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patron. So that's Tom McNicholas. B3 Aerospace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, Pamela Queen, Joe Chandler, Andrew Cox, and now Dustin Samaro. Deep down the rabbit hole, Patreon patrons. And you can check. You know, of course, there's all kinds of different tiers of those uh, uh, Patreon levels. You can check us out, patreon.com slash Media. And you'll get to see some cool behind-the-scenes footage, cool behind some the stuff, stuff that I wouldn't personally put out there. <laughs> Shana doing some goofy stuff. Oh, yeah. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Shut up. <laughs> And there's a, mm. there's Q and A's out there, some little blogs on occasion and stuff like. That. There's there's extra stuff. Uh, General All Rogue Seven, thanks for joining us tonight. Katie Palmer, our Big Ten Thousand subscriber winner. 
Awesome. Thank you again. Pat Kraft, thank you very much. Robert Hanna, thanks for the questions. Sharon Lane, thank you as always. The Haglin, thank you as well. There's the Sisters Wood. Thank you guys very much for joining us tonight. Tom McNicholas, thanks for joining us as well. Tim Schoen, thank you too. Tracy Christian, of course, and Wonder Orlock. So thank all of you for joining us this evening. And there's a late, uh, hey, there's a $5 super chat from Bree Jones. Canadian $5 says, my favorite show yet. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm happy you enjoyed this one. So please be sure everybody to share it out. <laughs> share it out everywhere. All right, everybody. So you guys have a, uh, a great night. There's all kinds of, <laughs> they're all, they're going out of food and all the, okay. All right. If you haven't yet, please go ahead and subscribe. We love you all. So next week, edge of the rabbit hole, Carl Johnson. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about his demonology handbook. So that'll be really interesting. Check it out. Till next time.